Beyond the Headline with Aldrin Simpia on SAFM. Weekdays, 3 to 6 p.m. It is 10 minutes after far, 4 o'clock, rather, following proceedings currently underway at the memorial service of uh, AKA um, at the Senton Convention Center. And uh, the proceedings have now started. We'll see if we can dip into um, some of the remarks being made by some of the mourners a bit later on and some of the speakers as well. And then at uh, five past um, at five past five or just after five o'clock, as part of the bonding session, we will also open up the line to fans of AKA who want to express their condolences and possibly also pay tribute. So feel free also to send through your voice notes to 0614-104107 and you can drop me a tweet at Aldrin Simpia and our studio line and remember, E086-000-2032. You can call through now and uh, Kanya will call you back a bit later on just after five o'clock. So make sure that you get your moment to share perhaps fond memories as well of uh, Keenan Forbes's performances. It is now 11 minutes after four o'clock in conversation next with Asive Ndajwa, who is the national spokesperson for the South African Union of Students. Student protests continue across the country as we come to the end of the registration period for the 2023 academic year. In Pretoria, dozens of students from the University of Pretoria have been sleeping outside of the accommodation office due to the limits set by NSFIS. The students are demanding that NSFIS increase their accommodation allowance funding of 45000 per annum to match the higher rental costs that they are expected to pay. Asive now joining us on the line. Asive, good afternoon and thank you so much for making time for us. Considering this weather that we're dealing with here in the province in Gauteng, how are these students coping? Uh, good uh, afternoon, uh, Adrian, uh, to you and to your listeners. Uh, and thank you for having us. <clears throat> I think, uh, first of all, it's regrettable uh, that uh, we find ourselves where we are. Uh, and obviously, one can only imagine uh, where, or rather, the, 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 the conditions under which the students find themselves in having been able to sleep outside uh, for two reasons. One, all for the lack of accommodation, but also as means of protest, really, uh, 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 or some even in solidarity with their fellow uh, students who are affected uh, by this. <clears throat> so, yes, uh, I, I probably should also go on and probably speak to this issue uh, of the cap, uh, if you will allow me. Sure, you can do that. Uh, yes, so uh, I think uh, a little bit of a background uh, for uh, some of our listeners. Uh, NSFAS set a cap of 45,000 rand per annum, which equates to about 4,500 rand per month uh, that they are willing to pay on, on student accommodation per head uh, per month. Now, uh, we, we have seen uh, that uh, there are a few institutions, particularly the previously white institutions, in particular still in Bosch and, uh, and, 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 and uh, uh, the University of Pretoria where there is certain accommodation that is up well above that 45,000 rand mark. And uh, we've appealed uh, to the scheme to say that there must be a level of, 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 of uh, uh, maybe even compromise that they need. Uh, but the reality of the matter is a tricky one, Steve, because mm. you see, what is happening here, uh, sorry, Rad Aldrian, is that uh, you've got a tug of war or, or, or a power struggle between 
uh, NSFAS and service providers and uh, uh, backed up by institutions. Why do we say this? Because the reality of the fact is that for the minimum standards which we require for students to live in, which we are sure that they will afford them the necessary safety, the necessary uh, decent living conditions and security, the reality of the fact is that those conditions cannot come at the cost of more than 4,500 per month. It does not make sense, except for the institutions that I've mentioned. Accommodation across the country, because there's still of private student accommodation, in fact, even some residence accommodation, uh, it, 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 is, it is the majority of student accommodation. In fact, it is a few you can count in, in, you know, in, a, in your hand uh, the amount of accommodations that are, are above 4,500 per annum, uh, so rather per month. As a matter of fact, some of them are around 3.8, they are around 3,000, etc. But what we are seeing here is a reluctance uh, from uh, the service providers and these institutions uh, to onboard with the, the system that NSFAS has uh, introduced, which is a, a centralizing of the accommodation system. Now, the question as to whether NSFAS has the requisite capacity or not is not here or there. The bottom line is that, unfortunately, Adrian, because these are state funds, our view as the union is that we are not, we, we cannot, it cannot be permissible that there are student accommodations that are going to charge 60,000 rands per annum, 6,000 rands per month, when all other institutions and all other accommodations are well below 4,500. Some of them, what they want us to pay for is a bachelor flat. We can't pay for bachelor flats. We can't allow the state to pay for bachelor flats. Because the understanding we should all have is that funding from the state should afford you basic access to education. You must have all that you need to be able to participate in learning, in teaching and learning, unhindered. But we can't, be, we can't bankroll a, a, a lifestyle. It's just not possible. Yeah. That but, but how did they get the accreditation, though? How did they get the accreditation if they don't meet those minimum standards? No, no, no. These ones, you see, the issue is this. To meet the, 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 the minimum standards, as I'm saying, it would not be more than 4,500. But these, these accommodations which you are speaking about, for instance, in Stellenbosch, they've got what I would call frills. Uh, on top of that, and as a matter of fact, the accommodation goes to around about 60,000 rand uh, per annum. Uh, uh, so obviously they would have met the minimum requirements, but they've gone over and above that. Now it's fine, you can offer over and above the minimum standard, but not at the expense of the state. Uh, and I, I suppose this is where we find ourselves, is, is that uh, uh, these institutions are wanting to offer far above that which is required at the expense of the state. Oh, okay. I get what you're saying. So, 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 what you're saying is that, on top of what the minimum standards would be, you find some service providers, include being perhaps in collision with with some institutions, giving yeah. services over and above the minimum standards and want that too to be paid. Yes, and 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 and, and, and they want that to be paid. And unfortunately, as being said, it is it is institutions that are doing their own accreditation, so they are accredited with the institution. But now the problem is that they are NFS, NFS beneficiaries, and NFS you know we will pay up to four thousand five hundred rand per month. And these service providers are saying, no, for what we offer, it's sixty thousand rand per annum, it's six thousand rand per month. So how do you resolve this then? It's a crisis, Aldrin, because as I say, students are caught up here in a power struggle. You know how you also mm. know that it's a power struggle. 
except literally, as a matter of fact, except for Stellenbosch in the University of Pretoria, we are not having this challenge anywhere else in the country. There is nowhere else where we are having this crisis. It is only those two institutions where it seems that they would rather, students would rather sleep. And we said as a union in terms of resolving the on-campus accommodation, we don't know of, of obviously, even, even on-campus accommodation other than ranges, it has, it has, uh, it has, it's almost like different packages. Uh, either if you're in a sharing room, uh, it will probably be 3,500 rents a month. Mm-hmm. If it's a single room with a kitchen, it will be 4.5, etc., etc. But the bottom line, we said NSPAC beneficiaries must be given preference in the basic accommodation of these institutions so that those that are self-paying can then pay for this fridge and luxury uh, room. But the basic rooms which exist in all 26 universities, they have these rooms which we are speaking about. Mm-hmm. Basic rooms in, uh, uh, that meet the minimum standards. Let those accommodate the, 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 the students that are funded by the state uh, uh, first and foremost. Okay. So, 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 what was the last, um, the last minimum or cap that was set on student accommodation by NSFS in terms of the allowance? What uh, was it? Uh, I think it was very, I think it was thirty six, if I'm not mistaken. I think it was about thirty six thousand. Yes, there was thirty six thousand. And this was when? Uh, this was for twenty twenty two. For twenty twenty two. Yes. Okay. And then, because the other thing is that I'm looking at the at that report that was commissioned by the Ministerial Committee for the Review of the Provision of Student Housing and South African Universities. And back in 2011, they speak about a 30,500 rand annual allowance. So seemingly that has increased. But it seems as though that what's happening in the property market, especially for student accommodation, that it has outpaced that. It's not even the fact that the market has outpaced it, Adria. It, you know how you know it has nothing to do with the property market? Mm. The, 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 one could argue that, you know, the property market in Stellenbosch would most probably be a little bit inflated than in most regions in the country. Yeah. And maybe to an extent that argument could hold. But when you go to Pretoria, for instance, what, the, the students at TUT are not having a problem. You can't tell me that there is a drastic difference between that the student, the, the property market uh, for students, there's no property market for students that are registered in UP and for students that are registered in TUT. It's not possible. There's no separate property market for students registered in UJ and for students registered in VIT. The property market, so it has nothing to do with the property market. It has to do with collusion. It absolutely nothing. Because yeah, but, mean, but isn't the property market... Isn't the property market um, um, uh, the property market itself? Sure, it may be just about student accommodation, but where the property is located, location, location also does play a crucial role. If, for instance, if you look at something uh, like, for instance, with utilities rates in Texas, that what you pay in Pretoria would be different to what you pay in Stellenbosch, for, as an example. So those also influence the property market. Hence, I say to an extent, yeah. but then. It's not possible that, literally, I have said to you, we are dealing with two institutions here. Yeah. These institutions do not exist in Ireland. Why is it that we're not having the same crisis with students of UWC in, in Western Cape? Why is it we're not having the same students with students from a, a TUT, a, 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 
uh, in Tswane, uh, but we are having a student. Or are you? Are we presuming uh, that the students of 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 of, of, of UP? All of them live in upmarket, and if they do for that particular matter, that cannot be a problem of the state. Mm-hmm. It cannot be the burden to go live in an upmarket area cannot be carried by the state. Yeah, it, but, it, it, it just does not make sense that we do not we sort of funding and we must fund luxury. It just cannot make. How do we justify funding luxury? Yeah, if indeed, I, the majority of student accommodations across the country. Uh, 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 there was consensus, or the property market was such that was such that no, no, no. Yeah, Asiva, I'm, I'm so sorry. We have to wrap up. Asiva Landra is the national spokesperson for the South African Union of Students.